Hello and welcome to Hit the Deck, I'm going to say scrimmage number 13. James is nodding, so we think it's 13, and if we're wrong, then you're smarter than us. <laughs> so uh, I had some, uh, we had some backroom negotiations, James and I, and we arrived at uh, doing a scrimmage today, this week, for you to, uh, you know, for your listening pleasure, because we don't like to leave you our listener high and dry, and, uh, you know, we, we, we like talking for some reason. <laughs> it's, it, for some reason, we have been led to believe it's entertaining, so you have no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> uh, and not only is today a scrimmage, not just any scrimmage, but it is a road trip scrimmage. You see, dear listener, James and I are together. We are in the car. We are on our way to opening day at City Field uh, for the opening of the 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 opener for the open. Nice, I like of, me. Oh, for the opener. No, no, that's the, that's 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 probably racist. Uh, so I'm going to cut that off right there for the <laughs> opening of the Mets baseball season. So we are excited about that, but we are also excited to bring you this little glimpse into our world. If you, we haven't done one of these in a while, James, uh, and listener. So if you are not familiar with the road trip, what we do in these segments is James and I are in the car. We're just having a conversation and you're along for the ride. It's like you're sitting in the backseat listening to us. You get no say. You get no say. Just sit there quietly I will turn this car right around. J- right. James. James will turn this car right around. Yeah, no backseat drivers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough antagonizing our listeners. Yeah, if, right. <laughs> if, thanks, thanks for listening. Right, yeah. If you're still here. <laughs> so this isn't something that James and I have plotted out beforehand. It's not nearly as formal and, and well-structured, if you can believe that as our normal episodes. Uh, So I'm just going to throw something out there for you, James. Okay. And and tell me if it sticks. Yes, sir. So since we're in the car, and we have you and I and and some other people in the LIQ been talking lately about the possibility of playing in in tournaments, which are, you know, not local to us, let's say, traveling for tournaments. So the question that I ask you, James, Mm -hmm. is... How far, I don't need an exact mileage or anything, uh, but ballpark, about how far do you see yourself willing to travel for a tournament? That's a great question, especially with our good friends from North Carolina and Columbus, too. And I think Columbus, speaking of not knowing about mileage and stuff like that, but roughly from where we are in New York, it's uh, about a thousand miles, give or take, to You're Columbus. A thousand miles away. Sorry, he'll stop. That's fine. And I didn't get the mileage to North Carolina. I think it's a bit longer. Mm-hmm. But um, it all depends on my car. So I'll just I'll cop out that way. Where if the if my jalopy could make it, then a thousand miles or so is doable. Especially when you're dealing with people that are so cool and generous, and uh, share our passion for deck hockey and ball hockey, and have done so much to help promote our podcast too, which is so appreciated and not expected. So that would that would be my uh, limit. Like we were talking a couple of podcasts ago about the youngsters that were trying out for the under fourteen world ball hockey tournament that mm-hmm. they had a long ways to go just for tryouts. Yeah, I don't know if I would have done that, especially thinking that I'd have no chance for making the team. So I guess uh, 
couple thousand. I, I'd say two thousand would be the uh, two thousand miles would be the cutoff for me. Like oh, if it's more okay. than a day's travel or something or a half day's travel. Right. So we're not like Florida is probably right. a little too far exactly. for you. Yes. Yeah, and you're not going to the desert for some kind of like West Coast Invitational. No, sir. But okay, all right. Uh, unfortunately, James is the only one who could answer this question because uh, you, the listener, may may well you may be if you know us, but you may not be aware. But uh, James is obviously James is driving right now because well I say obviously uh, I think I mentioned it yes I may not have James is driving our, our his car not our car it's I have it I'm his, I'm his co-host not I know I haven't taken possession of his car um, James is driving his car on our podcast to uh, to Cityfield I do not drive so uh, I I've grown up my entire life in New York where I've been able to. I mean, once I outgrew my parents driving me everywhere, hither and yon, uh, you know, I have access to buses and subways and trains and such. So, and, you know, my wife is able to take me to places that are less convenient for that, you know, in, in the, the small times, the, the small percentage of times when that becomes necessary. But, uh, yeah, so I am unable to drive anywhere for a tournament. So I guess my answer to that question that I posed would be, um, basically, I will go however far someone is willing to take me. <laughs> well, yeah, but you have a lot to pack, though. You're the goalie, so that's... Uh, Which big. makes it even worse. I Not only does somebody have to take me, they have to take my junk. I have, like, you know, two goalie sticks uh, and this enormous goalie bag that takes up most of the trunk. Actually, depending on the size of the car, it might not even fit in the trunk. Which means it takes up, like, two of the back seats. That's why it's always good to have a friend with an SUV or a flatbed or something. I su- yes, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I am definitely for the idea of traveling for a tournament. You know, provided, of course, that I can get off work and you can make the times work. Right. But, um, but yeah, I'm definitely down to go out and about. I... I love playing hockey, and I love to test myself, you know, against... I find that when we go outside of our sphere, I don't generally do very well, which is uh, unfortunate, but I still like the opportunity to to try. Well, in the situations that we have done that, we've never really been a team. We've always been thrown together with great players and stuff like that, but when you don't gel and you don't know everybody's tendencies and things like that, it's very awkward, and uh, our personalities, Gary's and mine, is we're not the type of people that come in and take over. We're always kind of more diplomatic and will defer, and therefore, if you're like that and you're around other people that aren't going to take the lead, it's kind of like, uh, I got it, you take it, and then nobody does anything, and then right. bad things come about. And that makes sense. Speaking of playing in tournaments where we're in a mishmash of players as a team the rose charities tournament is coming up very soon and we've spoken about the rose charities tournament before on the podcast if you were listening to us last year this time last year you even heard our interview with rachel yes rachel Rachel green yes with rachel green yes yes it was yes it was (laughs) it was our interview with rachel green who is Obviously, not obviously. Obviously, if you listen to that interview, 
with Rachel Green, who is one of the people who runs the Rose Charities Tournament. And so that is coming up again. I believe I would have to double check because this is a little bit off the cuff. But I believe this year's tournament is April 21st. Yes. And that takes place in Tannahy Park in downtown Manhattan, lower Manhattan. So if you are interested, it goes... If you're a new listener and you're not familiar with the Rose Charities Tournament, what they do is they basically raise money for children in third world countries to have, like, facial reconstructive surgery and other, um, I guess... I don't want to say augmentations because that sounds like, you know, they're they're being artificially improved in some way. But uh, other ways to improve their life. They're like, you know, obviously in these third world countries, life is pretty tough. And our, our dollars can go a long way. So the Rose Charities tournaments are, you know, basically that's that's what it is. So, yeah, so that's coming up. Yeah, and it's always a lot of fun too, even though our record isn't very good but um that's the point too like if we could go as an liq team i think we'd be pretty formidable especially if we have guys like john on our team you know yeah true however unfortunately the well fortunate not unfortunately from the standpoint of it's unfortunate if you're planning on going as a team but fortunately for the level of competition I guess they tend to mix and match people. So you can't go as a team and, you know, bring like an all-star team and dominate it. That way you get to meet new people and you get to, you know, just, uh, be a team. So it's, it's, it's good that way. Well, yeah. And last year we had, uh, and we had him on as well, that Brett happened to be on a team that made it all the way to the final. Brett and uh, God bless. I, I just I mean, Gary and I had no energy whatsoever after our tournament because of the way it just went about. Yeah. Well, all right. Sorry about that, dear listener. We uh, actually ran into some parking issues at uh, in Flushing Meadow Park, which is where City Field is located. And so we had to kind of cut you off abruptly there. Well, not cut you off so much as just kind of stop talking. But I guess for your sake, that's the same thing, essentially. But anyway, now the game is over. Uh, Hopefully you will have seamlessly noticed nothing there. But for us, many hours have passed. The game is now over. The Mets have been victorious James and I are in a good mood. James, what would you like to talk about? I'm just grateful that my car was still there. Yeah, And me the too. Mets started this season off very well. And mm-hmm. the weather cooperated. And kudos to your wonderful wife for getting seats that were covered. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, it has been a bit of a nasty day here today. Not raining that much, but it definitely did, you know, it, it is raining. Uh, or it has been raining off and on. So, we were in a good spot today both uh, literally and metaphorically. Um, James, when I had approached you about this whole road trip scrimmage idea, yep. you had mentioned something about uh, opening day and Easter being kind of not synonymous per se, but having much in common. So would you care to elaborate on that? Yeah, sure. For whatever little voice I have left, 
the beauty of Easter every year, it's always around spring and the symbolism of spring itself. And lo and behold, baseball season kicks off at the same time. So it's all about hope and uh, redemption. And for the beauty of baseball, as Gary said, if your team wins opening day, you're in first place and you're undefeated. So there's a lot of positives. It's just nothing but good, which is very rare in this life unfortunately, or at least in the city that we live in. So it's great to focus on the good. There's all good. And uh, even if the team loses on opening day, there's still 161 games left. So it's not the end of the world, you know? It is the rebirth of a new season. And, I, and you know, that that can transcend baseball. That applies to hockey. That applies to, you know, basketball or football or whatever. At the beginning of the season, it is almost as if your team is being reborn and you have, you know, whole new chances. Well, not you personally, unless you're on the team. But, you know, your team, the team that you root for, has a whole new opportunity to to start playing well again. And it's, you know, blank slate. Absolutely. Uh, which, you know, if you're on a team, you got the same thing. You know, if you're, that, that's, I, I would argue that even more than from a fan's perspective, if you're playing on a team, say you had, and especially in deck hockey where the seasons can be so close together and often are very short, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, you know, if you had a frustrating last season, you know, you start a new game, a new season, and you have a great game, then it can change your whole whole deal, as it were. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you can get a, a fresh outlook uh, on your your season optimism, maybe you picked up a new player or two in the off season, and now you're looking to make a run. And it's it's really, yeah. So that I I, I think we're kind of rambling here, but essentially, yes, that's the tie into Easter, and uh, and now reality sets back in as New Yorkers are doing what they do best, which is cut corners and make delays. So awesome. James was cut off in traffic, so he's a little grumpy. So please forgive him. As uh, I was saying, all the positives. Yeah. I was trying to convince myself. I know. Is there anything we can relate to Passover, since it is also that time? Um, I mean, I don't want to limit us to our Christian listeners, so let's see. Uh, I don't know a lot about Passover. I mean, I know there's, like, unleavened bread, and... Um, it originates from the basically the Holy Spirit not killing a bunch of people, right? <laughs> Which uh, you know it's a little morbid when you think of it in those terms. But uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, if you happen to be of the Hebraic faith or are just familiar with it enough to make a connection between opening day and Passover. Then, you know, shoot us an email at hitthedeck at gmail.com or open up a conversation with us on our Facebook page at Hit the Deck. And, you know, we'd love to hear your take on that. So I'm sure an argument can be made. We're just not um, knowledgeable enough, uh, learned. We are not learned enough in that particular dogma to be able to make the connection. It is integral in our faith, too, because Jesus and the apostles did celebrate the Passover and Holy Week and all that stuff. So it all does interconnect in that way. Sure, sure, sure. It's just not a holy day that we observe as Christians and Catholics. Right. 
Um, which is not to say that that lessens the, the significance of the holy day in any way. It's just to say that we are not richly familiar with the workings and trappings of that particular day. So, um, you know, that, that's... Yeah, I got this boot. I'm, I'm putting that on you a little bit, and I apologize. If you don't... If you can't come up with anything either, then, you know... I'm trying not to get us killed here. No, no <laughs> harm done. And we, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make the right. We won't hold it against you. That's all right, James. We'll get home somehow. I have faith. There you go. And that's what opening day is all about. <laughs> you got to believe. Amen. Which is uh, good advice for a Met fan and for a person of faith. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I. Anything else going on that we want to let the listener in on? I don't think so. All right. Well... I can't think of anything else to be funny about or, uh, or you know, chat with, with James about. I would turn to you in the back seat and ask your opinion, but you're not actually in the back seat. So all that stuff I said before about being a back seat, uh, you know, participant in the conversation, that, I mean, let's be honest, it's pretty one-sided. So I, I, I would love to get your opinion on what else we can talk about, but I can't think of anything else to talk about. So... Rather than keep rambling and wasting your time, maybe we should just wrap this one up. What do you think, James? James is nodding. Yes. Okay. All right. So we have consensus here in the car. So I guess that's going to do it for this Hit the Deck scrimmage. And uh, we will see all of you hopefully next week. Well, we won't see any of you probably. I might see one or two of you just in passing because I know you. But generally speaking, James and I will not see you uh, as this is an auditory medium. So um, we will catch you next week. Hopefully you will catch us next week for the next episode of Hit the Deck. And in the meantime, if you celebrate, enjoy, have a blessed Passover or a blessed Easter or um, just a happy opening day. <laughs> whatever, whatever you happen to celebrate, have a good one. All right. Until then, thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.